Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Joining us on Good Morning Amigo, NFL agent extraordinaire himself, David Cantor. What's up, Dave? My brother, my brother, my brother. I love you. I love you too, bro. I, I miss, miss you, you big time, bro. I miss you big time. And, I know and, that you've been busy. The but... only reason I never took you as a client is you never take on a client you cannot help. That's right. You should tell me that. It's funny enough, you actually would tell me that. I go, you say, Larry, like, let's find you someone in this business to do it. And it was always so hard. But I, I, I gosh, Frank, I asked him at least 10 times. I'm like, please, even if it's a little something that you say, you know what I mean? Like, like you can help me a lot better than I can. But you definitely helped X. I'm super happy because I was pro X during this whole thing. And I'm not going to have you talk anything other than beautiful things about the fact that he remains in a Dolphin uniform, and the fact that, in my opinion, he's not just a premier corner in the league, but I, I used an analogy with Frank this morning. There was at one point in time in this league where we had Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and, uh, and who was the other one? And Aaron Rodgers, all playing at the same time, starting quarterbacks on their individual teams. Who would you pick first? I'd let three people pick, and I'll get the guy who's left over because they're so good. It's 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. Right now, the corners in the NFL, I feel, are very similar. Uh, you can talk about Jalen Ramsey's or whatever. I'll, I'll go to war with X because that guy, no, like four games, zero yards on his side. Ten picks led the league. Uh, led the league two of the last three years in picks. Like To me, I could be his agent because I think he's the best corner in the league. Um, how did you convince the Dolphins to come around? They feel the same way you do. <laughs> <laughs> there the simple, we go. The, yeah. the, the, the simple answer is, you know, you, you look at the landscape of the position, you look at what was in the draft, you look at what's in the league, and you go, hey, we developed this guy, we drafted this guy, we developed this guy, we built him where we are now, and, and we got a window of opportunity to try to win, and we're going we're gonna to do something that's never been done in the history of our sport, and we're going to step out of our comfort zone, and, and really kudos to Brandon Shore, Chris Greer, and Brian Flores, because they're the three-headed uh, three amigos, so to speak, that are running the show. And, and I think they did a hell of a job, to be honest with you. I think we were able to find common ground and, and work to a deal that makes everybody happy and gets him the best player in football at the position here and hopefully here for the rest of his life. You know, I want him to be a Dolphin for life. I want him to go down in the pantheon of the Dan Marinos and the Jason Towers and the Zach Thompson of the world. And I'm optimistic that that, that can happen. I got to imagine he's happy, but nobody's got to be happier than you because I did say it when I introduced you, but it, it is very true. You, it was evident with Weddle, with, uh, how you represented Weddle over the years. You really, really become a part of the corporation that is the NFL players that you represent. Every one of those players are their own corporation, and I think you teach them that. But the way you represent them, the way you become a consultant in their life, in their business, in their career, uh, you stand out as an agent for that reason. Uh, I love the fact that he took you on an agent recently and that you've you've delivered these results. Uh, if there was one thing you could describe without getting too descriptive about how X feels about this right now, is he just as excited as everybody else? Relieved? What's the word you could best use? I definitely would say relieved. I think he's excited to just be on the field and have this all behind him. And, and I am as well. You know, it was a long time of discussions, a long time of hearing the word no for seven and a half, eight months. And it's frustrating. You know, it's, it, was frust it was frustrating for him. It was frustrating for me as his agent. And, you know, I'm really excited and really happy, um, you know, that we were able to get it done. And, and, and I was able to be in practice yesterday and, and watch the crowd give him a standing ovation when he had a PBU, which I thought was awesome. Uh, we talked about it after practice yesterday, what a cool moment that was. And 
he's healthy and he's ready to go in and, and hope this organization, you know, crushes it and has a great season. I, I know you're busy. In fact, I think you're about to hop a plane and get out of here. Um, so I won't take a whole lot more of your time, but I will, I will say this, David. Uh, over the oh, years, no, over the years, getting a chance to talk to you, we used to do a segment on my show with you all the time. You and I have become really good friends, and I yep. I enjoy talking to you about football. In fact, I've told you before, when I'm in doubt with football, I give you a call. Like I think you've forgotten more football than most people. Which know. is never, which is never. You're never in doubt. Well, I, I've gotten good because I know people like you. But but the the truth is, when you jumped into this. Did you see a solution or a resolution that involved him staying here? Or at some point in the back of your mind, you say, you know, I'm going to represent him, but I have a feeling he's going to have to go elsewhere to get what he wants. You can be candid now. That was my only feeling the entire time. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of negative history with players leaving Dolphins. Certainly not because I wanted them to leave the Dolphins. Correct. But as an agent, it hurts when you live in Davie, you grew up a, a season ticket holder of the Dolphins. You know, I told this to Brian Flores and Chris Greer, and I mean this. My first love of the NFL came at the Orange Bowl in, in 1979 as a six-year-old kid. And, and all the way until I ended up playing college football, I was a huge Dolphins fan until I became a sports agent. Obviously, you see the side of the business, but I grew up, you know, Dan Marino. I tell him this whenever I see him because I've been able to become somewhat friends with him. You know, he was God to me. He was my idol, like almost every other kid in South Florida. I grew up watching the Hurricanes and the Dolphins, and there's nothing more in the world I want than to have 100 Dolphins players and to represent every player on the Dolphins. And so for, for guys like Olivier Vernon and Derek Shelby and Sean Smith and Paul Foley, I to leave, you know, and, and numerous other guys that have left either because they've been cut or injured or what have you, it hurts as an agent. You never want them to leave. You never want them to uh, not be here. And so I did not think it was going to work out. We heard the word, you know, we're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. You know, no explanation really for why other than it's precedent and he has four years remaining, which, and I really thought the Dolphins were going to hard line it and it was going to be over and done with. Um, and we were going to either have to get traded or we were going to just have to play it out. And it was difficult. It was emotional. Um, and all of us are extremely happy, especially his family and my family, that uh, he's here and he's staying. Uh, David Cantor joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. Your candor is, uh, no pun intended with your last name, but you're a very candid individual. You're very honest. You're very upfront, which is what I love about you. To my, to my detriment sometimes when you're negotiating yes. against the team because they don't necessarily want to hear the things that aren't supposed to be said out loud. Which is Not necessarily the Dolphins. They're, they got, they're tougher than nails. But some teams definitely don't like being told what the truth is. And, and it's funny you say that because I'm imagining Again, not the that. Dolphins. Again, not the Dolphins. Right. Again, not the Dolphins. The Dolphins are fine with the truth. Again, not the Dolphins. <laughs> Let's say that another 300 times on the record. No, no. I, and I agree with you because I have a feeling, which is what led me to my question, that Brian Flores is very similar to you. I don't know why, and I don't know him. I've never had the 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 privilege of interviewing him, but I get the impression that he's a straight shooter, straightforward guy, and the right guy for the job as head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Give me a little peek I, at who we have at, 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 in flow, with flow. What do we have with him? Well, the first thing is, is, is he's a grown-ass man, and I think that he treats pro football players as players, right? He's won at the highest level. He's achieved the highest level of success you can in his profession, and he's done it on his terms. And I think that he brings that instantaneously into every meeting and into every phone call and into every conversation and into his presence on the field. 
you know that he is the man to lead this organization, and you respect him instantaneously. And I think that that's hugely important. You have to understand, I've known Brandon Short since he was in law school. I've known Chris Greer for 26, almost 26 years. His dad drafted my first ever client I represented in the draft. So there's a lot of history there. Flo and I only know each other, you know, through coaches that I've represented or players that have played for him. And, and so instantaneously, you know, the respect is off the charts for me. I mean, I respect everybody in our sport, but certainly men like him who are, who are leaders of men, right? That's a hard thing to determine what, who can lead who and how they can lead them. And so I think that you know with someone like Brian, it was a tremendously unique, cool, and fun experience. But I got to get off the phone. Because I was going to say, unique, cool, unique, cool, and fun experiences are interviews with you, and it sounds like you're boarding your plane. So I'm going to let you go, bro. I love you, brother. I love I'm you too, man. I miss you. We'll Thanks, do this bro. again soon. I love you, kid. You had to go. TSA security is what it was. It wasn't even boarding the plane. Oh, no. Okay, he yeah, was putting the, the stuff because TSA was telling him, you got to get off the phone. You had to go. You had to go. I am David Cantor. Do you know who I am? Do you am? know who I am? <laughs> 